hitting. Hello, everybody. I'm Meg. And I'm Carla. And this is Who Are We Kidding? Episode 6. We're calling this episode um, The End of Summer, also known as August is Summer Sunday. So we've been chipping away at the surface of some larger questions or aspects of life um, for our first bunch of episodes. And today we wanted to just kind of take it easy. We were thinking summer's winding down and fall is ramping up. And it's kind of a nice moment to catch up with one another and also talk about some things to come. Um, I'm kind of a fan of starting with the good news rather than the bad. So I guess before we gripe about things we could just start there what do you think about that yeah that sounds good to me for sure okay all right cool um what is your good news this time around Carla okay well end of summer marks my birthday and yay um, yay just turned 34 um and I you know I'm super old but I'm not feeling too bad about it it um and <laughs> you are not at all <laughs> it it's a, like you, do you ever think back like what you thought 34 would look like when you were 16, you know? In that regard, yeah, I, I feel old. I don't actually feel old. I feel rad. But um and I had a really nice birthday. Um my actual birthday, I face painted for 2 hours at the school carnival. So, um <laughs> there was that. But then <laughs> the following day, my family like gave me a whole nice day and I got to like get a pedicure and we went out to dinner. And um, I got a bunch Ooh, of new Ooh, where did you guys supplies. go to dinner? We went to the Underwood, which is a really great uh, little place. And we sat outside so the boys could play bocce ball the whole time. So we could, like, just sort of relax. And, um, yeah, That's it was cute. I, I love that they have bocce ball. That sounds really fun. Oh, yeah. It reminded me of botulence. Remember that? Yes. yes. I, I'm totally. It was Also, there's fabulous. kind of no other sport that you can play post eating a bunch yeah oh yeah (laughs) you can be super full and still do the bocce which is really nice yeah yeah when you walk to the other end of the court to pick up the balls you don't even have to go fast no 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 one's in a hurry it's really nice no no (laughs) and um, (laughs) that's so fun yeah and then my parents took the boys home so I even got to sleep in the next day it was like perfect Oh, cool. You guys got a night to yourself. Good yeah, work. It was rad. So yeah, it was that was fab. And also right prior to that, I got to crash your vacation. What? Yeah, that, that was, was about so it. nice. Totally. That was that's my good news. Um, was that Craig and I actually got to go on a summer vacation, like a real legit vacation. I haven't taken one of those in the summer for years like I've taken little road trips and whatever but they've always been attached to a wedding I was shooting yeah and this had zero shooting other than for fun which was great so um we went up to the Russian River area and I think we were there like nine days it was awesome we rented a cabin it was like way farther in the mountains than we thought not (laughs) oh my god exactly on the river as you can attest to Carla the text (laughs) The, the we got here text was, um, <laughs> I could feel a, the disappointment. Through yes, the okay, phone. there was that, yeah. <laughs> but First then of all, we got to our vacation cool. spot. Yeah, totally. We got to our vacation spot super late on a Friday night. And we basically had to drive up like a 
basically a fire road. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Like, I have four-wheel drive, and it was like, whoa. Yeah, so I was feeling a little sad. It was dark. It was scary. I was like, this isn't on the river. The <laughs> GPS had totally lied, or the you know the website had totally lied. So I was a little bit sad. And then I woke up in the morning, and I was like, wow, it's beautiful up here. So beautiful. And you had and- raptor vision. Yes, we had this crazy, okay, so the cabin had like a giant raptor nest of, I don't know if I'm saying the bird right, ospreys? Okay. Ospreys? I don't know what it is. It's like a big white and gray bird, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the cabin was equipped with like a security camera pointing back at the nest and you could turn on the tv and see the nest up close it was insane totally weird super cool Um, the cabin was really yeah like it's so in the woods pretty totally it was awesome and the texts i sent to all of our friends that visited were like okay good luck on the road but i kind of figured if i played it up you guys would be so terrified that when you got to the road you were like oh this isn't that bad oh yeah we handled it totally yeah (laughs) so it was awesome we had like 10 days kind of in the middle of nowhere um A lot of friends came to visit. We had several barbecues, had all the kids come. We swam in the river. We drank way too much. I got stung by a yellow jacket between the boobs. It was epic. Oh, my God. That's (laughs) right. Oh, that was so brutal. Oh, the kids had so much fun. They got to canoe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was super awesome. And I also turned on a vacation reply to my email for the first time in, like, a couple years for more than just a weekend. Oh, that's Um, so good. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, kind of can't say enough good things about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's that's a lot of good news. That's some su- good summer vibes right there. I'm yeah, that. yeah, I'm super psyched on this. I'm glad we can start out with um not complaining about things too much. Totally. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> we're totally gonna get to that. Yeah, we're going like all positive right now. Like, we're our first segment is even helpful. So, like, you could listen to this, and then you could stop if you don't want to hear any bitching. But you miss a lot of funny shit if you do that. So, so our first segment is, don't call it a life hack. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? Was that pretty good, Meg? That was pretty good. That's, that's the new theme song. I don't know what I sang when we introduced the segment, but I don't know. Uh, fuck that version. Yours, yours wins. Working on it. But, um here's the deal. Um, This is the second time we've done this segment, but if you're new, hey, welcome. The idea here is um, I super hate the term life hack because it implies your desire to go viral, um, (laughs) which is a whole nother word I hate. So here's the thing. We want to give you like adulting tips without being tools about it. Um, that's yeah, and we also don't want to reference, or I at least don't want to reference the tech industry too much because I live in the midst of them, you know, more power to them. Like they do great things here and there, but, um, they reference things as a hack. So we're not going to. Yeah, no, we're not going to do it. So, right. um, Meg, what's, what's your adulting tip? Okay. So my don't call it a life hack for this week is directly related to my vacation, which I just spouted on and on about and how awesome it was. Um, So here's my tip. (laughs) I don't know how well this works for people that don't have their own business because you guys have colleagues, right, to kind of take over work for you, ideally, when you're on vacation. Colleagues. I've heard of those. Yeah, you don't have colleagues, right? (laughs) I know you're you're taking the weight of it. But a lot of people with normal jobs have colleagues. So I don't know how helpful this tip is for them. But for those of us that run our own thing or don't have colleagues, 
my tip is to outsource something to get done while you're on vacation. Brilliant. It was awesome, dude. So my specific example of this is, um, I would say 90% of the time I do all of my own editing on family shoots, wedding shoots, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a huge time suck. We've talked about this before, like how much time I spend at a computer. Yes. So I recently found, like around last season, I even outsourced a couple jobs to them just because I was buried. But I found a company to do only the color correction on my images. And that's usually the biggest time suck, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I call it all. I do my selections. I send off the images to them. And they do the color correction to get it as close at, to my film as they can. So I sent them two giant jobs and, you know, it's not super cheap. I definitely had to pay for it, but I basically got to sit there on that week of vacation knowing that all of this work was getting done that I wouldn't have to come back to. So then you could like actually relax. So it's just part of the cost of vacation, but then it's so much better because you're not making up for like lost time. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, you know, you're swimming at the river with your friends. And I don't really care what it costs at that point to like have (laughs) this other company be working on those images. I was like, this is genius. I should do it all the time. Um, You know, they they send it back to me and I still have like a day's work or whatever on it, but it cuts it down drastically. So that's that's my tip. Love it. Yeah. If you're going out of town, turn on the vacation reply and hand something off to somebody else. I love it. I, you could even do it as simply as, like, um, hiring um, a cleaning person to come and, like, really clean your house so that when you get home, you have, like, a super clean house instead of a disaster oh, yeah. like mine usually is. Totally. What a great way to apply it to, like, a family situation or something, like, not necessarily work, but... Yeah, yeah. Even if you have colleagues. <laughs> yeah, totally. You come back and something is done for you, and it... Um, I think it totally negates a vacation to return and instantly go back into stress mode. So yeah. we should all find ways to like, you know, cool our jets when we come back from one and let it, you know, let it be enjoyed. Oh my God. I love it. Cool. What is yours? Okay. So this is a simple one and some people, this might not apply, but for me, I'm like a serial starter. So I'm really good at like um, starting a ton of stuff and then, Like finishing, but not really finishing. So my new thing that I've been trying to do is actually finish a task. So that means like laundry's not done when it's dry. It's done when it's folded and actually put in the drawers. So like, it's awesome if you manage to like switch your laundry, but then it gets like if you don't fold it and put it in the drawers, it gets kind of like re-gross because it just sits around oh. and then you're just. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and then the cat lays on it. You're fucked. Yeah. So like that's one example. Or like um, I <laughs> I do like a ton of crafty stuff. And I'll be like, oh, I sewed this. Woo. Like go me. Meanwhile, like my entire sewing area is like the most hideous disaster. And I don't like count that as part of the task. Like. Oh, even like the cleanup. Yeah, to clean up so that then next time I might actually want, then it goes like weeks where I don't sew anything because I look at my sewing area and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do that. (laughs) But if I, that's genius. If I count it as part of the task of making the shirt or whatever, then it just like sort of happens and it's not so heinous. So that is my. So did you do that with sewing recently? 
I did. I did. I well, I I just had to do a bunch of like not super fun sewing, but um, I did. I did clean up. My area is clean and it's really nice. And I did do a ton of laundry and it's all in drawers. So man, that is a really good feeling of um, satisfaction. I remember years ago when Craig and I first moved in together, and we were like, we did a project of repotting all the plants on this little back deck we have. Yeah. And I, he talked about that thing. He loves the finish a task. He will be so proud of you and so happy. Yeah. And, and um, <laughs> I think it comes naturally to some people. And I just don't have It totally that. comes naturally to him. Yeah. It's so weird. I don't have it at all. So I'm like, get all amped about starting whatever. Like even, I don't even mind like, a, yeah, I'm going to do the dishes and I'll unload the dishwasher and then like go do something else. It's like, yeah, wait, completely. you have to still like do the rest. Like, I have such an extreme lack of focus. Like I try to, I try to remember to do that, but I can't. I often won't finish a task. Plus it'll take you twice. It'll take you twice as long to do it later. That's the other problem. Like if you just finish it right then, it's way better than trying to come back. Cause then you have to like restart, but it's in the middle and it sucks. It's just try to finish when you can. That's, that's my, <laughs> don't call it a life hack this week. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. I'm clapping quietly from behind the microphone. Good job. (laughs) Um, Since we're doing like, well, we're hopefully doing a little bit of a shorter episode this week, um, our kind of catch up episode, we're going to jump right into another segment because we think it's funny and we have some stuff to report. So (laughs) yes, here's where we're going to get like, you know, a little bit whiny and bitchy, maybe a little negative. (laughs) But it's all in good fun. Um, We're going to bring back a jelly on my biscuit. Um, If this is your first time listening to the show, you should probably go back and listen to the other ones. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's basically just a moment for us to report um, ways we're really envious of other things and people and to, you know, basically bitch about things we don't have. Yeah. Which is healthy. It's cathartic. Yeah. Okay, Meg. Getting it out there. Who wants to go first on this one? Uh, um, your call. I, th- I really like that we have similar ones this week. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear yours first. Go. Let's hear it. Okay. I will go. <laughs> Mine, again, is kind of related to my vacation experience. Um, the jelly on my biscuit this week is people with salary jobs. Oh. And here's why. <laughs> So for all of the enjoyment I got from outsourcing some work while I was gone, I, of course, had to pay for that to be done, Mm -hmm. like, you know, as I should. Someone did a great job on it. Um, Meanwhile, we sat there. Craig never checked an email once. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he works really, really hard at his job, but he completely pieced out from it for those nine or ten days. And halfway through our trip, he got a little, like, notice from his bank account. He was like, Oh, my direct deposit posted. Oh, my God. (laughs) It kind of makes me want to barf. It's so awesome. Yeah, totally. And I was like, wow, that's so rad. Like, I know he's been accruing vacation time, but seriously, I forgot about how having a normal salary job, like, you can just sit there and make money. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the ben- yeah, that is wow. I am so also <laughs> jelly on my biscuit. Yes, I know. There's so many Although, things I really love about my work, and there's a lot of flexibility to my weekdays, and I really love this thing I've built. But like, 
I don't know, the constant hustle to make sure I can pay for my life and build my business is super fucking hard. And so yeah. when I was sitting there and he was like, oh, here's my paycheck. I was like, oh, this is brutal. Totally. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. I, I sit somewhere in between on that one because my dad, um, I work for my real job. I work for my dad and he's pretty great about helping out and um, doing vaca- some vacation and stuff, you know, sick days and that kind of thing. So I do have some of that. My husband has some of that. But um, all my other income, like you work or you don't get paid. So I totally get it. And I'm certainly just part time. So I'm like really lucky that my dad helps me out anyway. Like otherwise. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but you're totally straddling that line for sure. You've got like one foot on. each Yeah, side. so you know I can worlds. <laughs> see that for sure. But like, gosh, to have like a really nice salary that just keeps coming. That'd be that'd be good. Even just that, totally you know, bad. like. I'm going to make this much next month would be like, Oh my God. Yeah. That would be genius. And I guess I shouldn't have like too much jelly going on because it's Craig. So ultimately I'm happy for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you you benefit. (laughs) (laughs) It all works out. It all works out. It all works out. Yeah. All right. What are you jelly of? Okay. So this is a funny one. I'm not really jealous of this, but um, I, I don't don't even couch it. It's so good. Okay, but uh, well, I I am really jealous of it, but I wouldn't change my situation. Let's put it that way. Um, okay, okay. Women with super wealthy husbands. <laughs> I'm jealous. That's all there is to it. There's no other way. I. It's not like I. I don't know. It's just like oh, that must be nice. my husband's awesome but he works his ass off to pay for stuff and I work my ass off we're constantly working just to like sort of you know raise a family and live in California it kind of takes like constant hustle for most people but that one percent man oh just like for a week I would love to just like be like a kept woman that's all just for a minute yeah, like, and a kind of kept woman where, like, let's get real about this. I think there's, like, a a level of wealth that we, and I'm talking about, like, us and, and our listeners and our friends, like, normal people wealth. Yeah. Or normal people situation. Like, we don't even understand that level of wealth. No, I'm talking, like, like, never, ever having to worry about money. Like, uh, like that just not being a concern. Yeah, totally. I am super jealous like, of that. I, I mean, I'm jealous of that oh, in yeah. any way that it, you come by it. But I've just noticed somehow like, wow, how is this woman having this really cool, like successful side business thing when she's got all these kids? Oh, her husband's loaded. Like, oh, no, I know that's the worst feeling. And yeah. then you get this moment of shittiness where you're like, you're not even working on it. And they probably right. are. I'm sure they're, like, they're working their asses off. It's just like they sort of lucked out that they have like a, a safety net, you know, that some of us yes. don't have. Or or you just have like the somebody, uh, you know, I I was a nanny for years and I got to help people out um, raising their kids, which I loved doing. And I want a nanny now, but. I don't, (laughs) I don't get one. Yeah. Never mind. Totally. So yeah, I'm jelly of that too. Good one, girl. I like it. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think most of us have some money woes. So it's just that sort of feeling of like, oh, if only it was all mapped out. 
Yeah, what would that be like? <laughs> if you have that situation, tell us. Let us know. Yeah. Dude, I know. I'm sure somebody that has it will call in and be like, I just end up worrying about this. Oh, instead. yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> of course, right? There's always something else to worry about. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. Okay, so now we get to bitch a little bit. You had a super fun vacation, Meg, but now summer's over, and how are you feeling? I'm feeling fucking pissed. <laughs> I may have edged into fucking pissed from really depressed, actually. So Okay, yeah, well, that that's actually my... that's a move in the right direction, I would say. Yeah, I think so. Or like the anger level of acceptance. Um, yeah, I came back from vacation and it was weird because I I got back and I attributed my first few days of the blues to just being like, just vacation let down. I thought, oh, I'm just kind of not interested in being back and like back to the grind and all that. Yeah. Um, and then it just kept going. It was like weird. I just felt like totally unmotivated, really melancholy. Yeah. And like kind of lost. It was it was strange. So it, I would guess I'm looking at a period of close to 2 weeks that I felt like this and there was there were definitely bright spots within it. Like I I shot a a beautiful fantastic wedding and um it was actually an old roommate of mine and Carla's from college. Yay. Um had so much fun. Yeah, I was it was such a great day. Like like one for the books, beautiful and fun. Um, so of course that was great. There was a day that we went out and hung out with friends and had drinks and laughed. Um, and that was really great, but I don't know. I just like uh, depression, like if like clinical style depression and, um, what do you want to call it? Like chemical imbalances. I don't think I can say is a thing that I've dealt with in my life. I feel really fortunate for that. Right. Um, I've never had that, but this period of time might have been as close to my understanding of it as I've had. Mm -hmm. Like, ultimately, nothing was wrong in life. Like, if I looked at, you know, things that were currently happening, but at the same time, everything was wrong. It was very strange. Yeah, it, I I mean, I can totally relate to the feeling. And then, and then you're, like, mad at yourself for, like, everything's great. What's my problem? And then that makes it worse. And, like... I don't know. Totally. And I kept checking my app for my like period tracker app thinking like, is this really extreme PMS? But I'm nowhere near that. So like I, you know, as we're recording this, like I just came out of this maybe like a day or so ago and I started, you know, kind of busting through tasks and accomplishing things and feeling more lighthearted. But, but you know, for, for a good 10 days, I like everything was a problem and I <laughs> it was so strange like, I'm so I, I can't sorry, really say what said it off thanks it's okay like it was just weird and I, I had like anxiety dreams during it um and and on top of that like in the exact opposite of the response you know you should have I just like kind of shut myself off from like I didn't oh, right. call you remember yeah. I was like <laughs> oh yeah but I kind of did that too I remember felt- when I was like I'm crying too much to talk like what is that? Yeah, you're my yeah, best friend. You're, you're almost, I know. It's like, you're almost like, it's like, I'm too sad sack for the world. Like, yeah. like, like an emo kid, like the world can't handle my sadness, <laughs> but they can. Yeah, they totally can. <laughs> but that's okay. So dude, it was strange. And I, you know, all of a sudden it's like windy and there's a cold snap here in the city. And like, we, we 
maybe we'll edge into our, uh, they call it Indian summer or whatever, in September and October where we get these warm days. I'm kind of hoping for that because this summer was a fog bank in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. It's so depressing. <laughs> I Well, I hope it's coming your way. It's really warm here right now. So you can always come back up for a swim. Yeah, I know. I, maybe that was it. It was just like, you miss the river-induced depression. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, oh. yeah, I'm here. I'm going to try to pull myself out of it, and I'm, I'm going to go do a few things this weekend that I enjoy about the city. Like, we're members of the um, SF MoMA, so I'm going to go Ooh, to the museum. fun. Yeah, I'm going to go to, like, a fancy cocktail bar. I'm going to, like, walk around the city, go see a concert. I'm going to get the fuck out of my head. <laughs> nice. That's, those are all really good choices. I like that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> trying, trying to take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on for you? Or what was going okay, on for you? Okay. So my um, complaint, first world complaint, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that summer's over. Wah. I um, I think that I'm not, my, my kid, no kid is super great at transitions. I think that Jude handled going back to school like awesomely. Like he was super stoked on it. Uh, but I'm like, what? I don't, I don't know. Um, first of all, um, his brother and I miss him really bad when he's gone <laughs> at school all day. Oh, I saw you post that on like Facebook or something and I almost cried. Yeah. It was oh. probably during that 10 days. <laughs> and partly it's like, okay, straight up. Having two kids when they're spaced apart and when they're my like Jude's awesome big brother, um, is for me easier than like one on one because they love to like play together and occupy each other. And I can also just be like, know that I can like go pee and Ronan's not gonna like kill himself because Jude wouldn't let that happen. Not that I make him babysit him, but you know, like these little moments, like life is just kind of yeah. like easier and we do our little adventures. And I had a little bit, I think of like, we didn't do enough. Like his summer wasn't, I get like that thing, like you only get 18 summers before they're gone. And, um, Oh, was it? God, that's it, a stressful thought. Yeah, which is like completely put on me. I think he had a lovely summer and we had lots of fun. It's like way too. But, you know, I still had to work and everything. So then um, I'm like worrying about that and just getting used to like getting up early and getting out of the house and back to the whole like when do I wake up the one to get the other and all that jazz. So it was just like a whole lot of... um getting used to a new schedule but um yeah and that schedule thing is weird too and I, I have a little theory about that that might be totally whacked out because maybe I pay more attention to light than your average bear but like I think that this transition from August to September when the days just start to get shorter they're nowhere near as bad as winter right but like right. When you're getting up, it's already that much dimmer in the, mm -hmm. evening, in the morning. You're getting them ready for school and stuff. Like, I think it just triggers something weird in our heads. And we all go like, oh, God, now it's almost Christmas. Yeah, baby. I did. I totally had one of those panics. Like, oh, what am I going to do about this? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Back it up. Like, <laughs> How has it been so far? Like, how, with his um, actual going to school, is he enjoying himself? Oh, great. Yeah, he's really liking it. So um, he likes first grade and everything's been super good. We're just still trying to figure out, like, the afternoons have been um, challenging because I have to 
wake up Ronan to get him. And so then Ronan's kind of crabby and we just haven't quite figured that out yet. But Ronan's going to start preschool a teeny bit of preschool um, soon. So maybe that maybe then I'll be wow. like singing the praises of school <laughs> in a whole different. Oh, my way. gosh. What's the overlap like there? Are you going to have a few hours I'm where gonna you have, don't have either of them? I'm going to have Monday and Wednesday mornings to work completely free of children. Like Dude. almost three hours. Oh, so, my God. That's amazing. I don't know. Maybe I'll just like uh, take over the world. I don't know. Yeah, you could take over the world, and then one of those Mondays, since yeah. Monday is commonly a day that I take off since I'll shoot on Saturday or whatever, Yeah, um, I think you should spend one of those Monday mornings, like, drinking a giant-ass mimosa with me. Okay, I love it. <laughs> like a Monday brunch. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. I don't drive to pick my kids up, so why not? Oh, yeah, totally. Perfect. <laughs> Yay. We can walk them through the neighborhood after. The- yeah. Plus, we need to celebrate your birthday. I was shooting a wedding on your birthday, and I didn't get to celebrate yet. I know. Well, that'll be good. I'm going to come to the city. I like my city days. Okay, awesome. Yes, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Just so you know, when you live in Northern California, the city is San Francisco. Just to clarify yeah I guess that's a good thing to say like just in case we're lucky enough at this point to have any listeners outside of California yeah (laughs) the city is San Francisco it's totally obnoxious but it's not as obnoxious as calling it Frisco or San Fran so yeah yeah and it's just like we grew up here it's like hard to get it out of your vernacular at this point okay well I think that here's the thing that I was thinking about Meg it's really hard to strike a balance. You don't want to be a downer, but like sometimes shit is hard for whatever reason. And like, just because it's not the hardest, just because like we're super lucky that like, we're not like refugees right now or like we've, we are completely aware of like greater strife in the world. Doesn't mean that we don't have a hard day. And in order to like keep it real, we can't just be like all sparkle and, sunshine all the time because then that just makes other people feel shitty which is the opposite of what we want to do that's a very nice diplomatic way to say it yeah I couldn't agree more (laughs) I've got nothing to add dude mic drop that was great okay so please forgive our complaints but realize they come from a place of love yeah okay now our last segment before we say goodbye on this episode Um, I think this is my favorite segment. I love it. We're going to share our best worst things. So, uh, yeah, best worst things. Uh, We came up with it just thinking about how having a creative business or children or so many things in life are both the best and the worst thing that could ever happen to you. So um, then we look for little examples in our lives and share them with you. It's two things at once. It's two (laughs) things at once. Meg, what's your best worst thing this time okay I'm gonna like switch up the order a little bit and call it worst best thing okay perfect um (laughs) just for today and I'm not gonna go too deep into the worst part because I already talked about it with that just fucking bizarre period of time I'm just gonna call it my like weird August depression yes um that was the worst I I don't think I've experienced anything like that for that amount of time. And again, I'm so grateful that it wasn't any longer or more often in my life. Um, But that was the worst. The best thing that happened 
was the last couple days of kind of um, coming up out of it. And um, I guess the best way to say it is like the best thing that happened for me with that, this sounds kind of silly and a little bit like trite, so to speak, but, but was being honest about it uh, on social media, actually. Yeah. So like I said, I kind of like closed myself off from the world. I didn't even like I talked to kind of no one but Craig for that period of time, Mm -hmm. who was very understanding and supportive. Um, And then apparently I decided to go from zero to 60. And I I posted something about it on Instagram, which fed right into my Facebook account. Yeah. Um, My Facebook, I feel like is a more personal thing but my Instagram is definitely more business based so it was kind of a weird thing or like a little bit out of the ordinary for me to do right um and I certainly didn't go on there and be like I can't get out of bed like (laughs) it was nothing like that but I just kind of said like I'm having a really fucking hard time and I don't exactly know why yeah and it could be you know any of these multitude of reasons um and since it was Instagram, I just posted a picture. <laughs> yeah, a beautiful picture, of course. And do you know what that's of? Uh, the glass in your bathroom. Yeah, it's the glass of my bathroom window. It looks like little starbursts. <laughs> I love it. Meg has a really rad, yeah. fun bathroom with a window It's so weird. In it. There's a window in the bathroom <laughs> but it that goes into a back room. It yeah. makes no sense. It's yeah. okay. It's good. I like it. But yeah, so I posted that and, um, and then everyone was just so kind like so sweet and and encouraging and stuff and even if they didn't have some like solution at all I just had a bunch of you know friends from near and far that were like oh it's totally normal we love you or hey you know try this or be super nice to yourself or just posted me a funny emoji or whatever and a couple friends emailed me you know you called me right away like I just it, it almost felt silly to feel so bad before because part of my sadness for those 10 days was had a sense of loneliness to it. Right. And then by just being fucking honest about it in a public forum, I instantly felt not lonely. That's so good. It's weird too, right? Like I, I know that our face-to-face and like voice-to-voice communication should take precedent, but it kind of felt nice. And I also sort of felt sick of masking like my business Instagram account like not being myself like there's not a lot of room for super personal posts on there you know you want to keep it light it's people's weddings and families whatever um but I do want it to have a sense of myself too and myself isn't always you know happy and shiny so like yeah I just felt kind of nice to be honest I guess that was yeah, the best thing. I think that's really good. Yeah, I think that it, it can be easy to knock social media as like this false sense of communication. But I um, sometimes like that, like that was sort of a step for you to reach out. You weren't feeling comfortable doing much more. And then it sort of like helped bring you out of it. So it was awesome. And I, I mean, I've made incredible friends on the internet, like real friends that I've met in real life and we're actual friends um so I (laughs) yeah I think that like it can be easy to dismiss as like oh this other thing that's not really real and it doesn't there is of course like you were saying super important value in um more human interaction or like more face-to-face interaction but right um I it can be a beautiful thing and I'm so glad it made you feel better and I, I, Thank you. I appreciated your honesty. I know that um, 
like then it then I knew to call you and I um if I didn't know you like I don't follow um photographers that just have like beautifully styled nothing else because it's like kind of boring to me so I think that hopefully yeah uh, yeah I'm actually really glad to hear that because I I don't really want to contribute to the like social media mask of everything's happy and fancy all the time and I'm just always traveling drinking coffee I think it's such bullshit yeah yes it contributes I think to other people's unhappiness I don't like I know people shouldn't go on there and just spill their guts about everything but but I'm glad I said something. It just made me feel a lot better. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you thought that too. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> okay. All right. What's your best worst thing? So I already kind of touched on this, but briefly, for sure, right now, my best worst thing is school. Because, um, oh, yeah. You know, it's such a big part of their lives, like in your life by default. Totally. And like, we had a little bit of like drama that I won't share because it's personal um, to my kids with school a little bit this year um, that added this like layer to making it a little bit uh, more intense of a transition. You know, it's like you get a new teacher, this is whole new person that you're just like entrusting your kid with most of the day. And it just, it can be um, a lot. And, um, and like I said, I really miss my kiddo, even though, he loves school, so it's awesome. like I feel great that he's there, and you know I I can't homeschool him because he doesn't think that I know anything. <laughs> so um, even if I wanted to do that, um, which I don't particularly, it wouldn't work out because I don't know anything. I don't know if you knew that, but that's that's the reality. So um, I didn't. I, yeah, I thought I thought you knew at least a few things. No, so I, I know guess. I know absolutely nothing. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God, you're going to have so much fun when he's 12. I know, right? It's only going to get better. But uh, Just ship him to the city. Craig and I will take it on for six months. We got you. Oh my God, I might I might need to elicit Craig's help. He can explain some shit. And he, yeah, totally. I feel like if Jude anybody's a know-it-all. expect his authority in a way he does not. His parents know nothing. They just birthed him, but that's it. That's uh, all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I And so it's... And also, like, school, public school is pretty rad. Like, it's um, childcare that, I I mean, I pay my property taxes and everything, but I'm not paying this extra thing. And I love that about it, and I love to volunteer, and I love seeing all the kids again, and I've made friends of parents. So it's the best thing. I love it. It's super good. But sometimes it's kind of the worst. Like, when I have to wake up my toddler <laughs> to go get my preschooler or whatever um so um like do is part of the worst thing um do they have homework in first grade <laughs> okay so jude does not have homework he has manufactured awesome. homework for himself um wait what yeah he does not have homework which i love because i'm not a super big fan of homework especially when they're little and i want them to have time to play and you know eat a proper dinner and all that jazz um but he, he gave himself, he gave himself homework. homework so he he is his mother's son <laughs> I was he does not know what he's done he does, and I'm all I just try to like keep it super <laughs> casual but he even wants me to grade it when he's done no and then he asked his dad to grade it because I was cooking dinner and his dad said that he was morally morally against grades and he wasn't gonna do it. oh 
<laughs> so that I had to grade it. Um, yeah. So wow. Uh, we're just you know it's first grade. I mean, I remember coming home and sobbing to my mother that I missed one on my spelling test in first grade. So I'm super understanding, Aww. and I try to just like roll with it. But yeah, that's kind of a new layer. It's like, oh man, he's taking this really seriously, which is awesome. Like, I'm so proud of him. He's so bright, but I don't want him to burn out by sixth grade. You know, it's a lot. <laughs> right? A lot more to learn. Oh my God, that'll be like the next, that'll be like the next article, like the next article that puts fear into everyone's brains and hearts. Like sixth grader reaches burnout. Oh my God. Just I'm before a... junior high. I have to write that. <laughs> I dare you. Write it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm totally going to write it. I think I could pitch it to, like, BuzzFeed or something. Huff totally. Post. So you could have, like, a picture of a anything. kid, like, trying to, yeah, trying to, like, pitch a venture capitalist or something. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I have an app I want to tell yeah. you about. <laughs> Steve Jobs didn't graduate college. <laughs> Take it so far. He did wear hideous turtlenecks. He and did. I think someone in college would have told him yeah. had he gone. <laughs> The turtlenecks are not good. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. We went off the rails. Well, you know, there. yeah, but I will say um, I, I totally understand how school could be in part the worst thing. Um, and when I was talking real quick to my mom about my, like, end of summer blues, she actually said, oh, honey, it might just be back to school time. And I was like, what? Oh, like I'm it's just ingrained going back to in school. You. And she, and then it made me remember that she always got so bummed out for back to school, like worse than any of the three of us did. We'd be like, eh, school again. And my mom was like, God, I just hate this time of year. (laughs) I'm a little with her. It's like, oh, I don't know. The summer's just not long enough or something. But she's still having it. She was like, I'm feeling low, too. It's just back yeah. to school. And, like, we're all grown. I know. But it's, <laughs> it's the Sunday of summer. Like, who I, it is. Who doesn't get the Sunday blues? I mean, yeah. even if you take Monday totally. off, you just still kind of, there's just. Because you know that Monday's going to come around and somebody's going to want something from you. Yeah, you're going to have to do shit. Like, grown-up yeah. shit, a whole bunch of it. Fuck that. I didn't sign up for any of this. Like, tonight, right now, I have to go to back-to-school night. That's a thing. I'm so sorry. I'm going to do that now. I'm going to go sit in tiny chairs. And here. Do they make you sit in those chairs? There's no other chairs to sit in, Meg. <laughs> Carla, my thoughts are with you okay. during this difficult time. Okay. So sorry. <laughs> I'll be fine. I've already had my podcast cocktail, so I'm mom of the year. Go oh, on. yeah, sweet. I'm going to go. I highly recommend you go make one more before you oh go to back to school night. <laughs> oh, man. You know there's going to be people there on worse things than you're on. Yeah, that's probably true. That's, yeah. Or they just don't go, which might be the better option. Totally. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. I guess we'll end it there. Let you go to back to school night. Let me finish delivering the job I'm doing. And we'll go on about our evenings. But um, thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm going to let Carla give the little social media spiel because she's good at it. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, everybody. You can find us on social media at KiddingCast. We're mostly Facebook and Instagram at this point. I think we have a Twitter. Maybe tweet at us. Maybe we'll use it then. 
Um, yeah, I haven't even been on there yet. Yeah. Um, but also, pretty please, even if you don't use iTunes to listen to us, if you could subscribe and rate and review us, it's so helpful in helping other people find us so that, um, you know, we can keep doing this thing and not just, like, speak into the void. Um, but... <laughs> Whoever you are out there, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back soon. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. (laughs) We'll need to edit that. Yeah, we'll need to cut that part. But I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. You save it for you. (laughs) 